Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And at this point, it's nearly one of our first uh, celebratory holidays, Thanksgiving. And yet, uh, we also know this year it's going to be kind of one of the latest ones on record. So uh, right along with Thanksgiving are the times when we see a lot of holiday gift plants either available in stores or, or you've already purchased them and they're, and they're sitting in a good favorite place at home. Uh, certainly poinsettias are, are going to be the most popular of these flowering treats. Uh, just a brief history here. Uh, since 1825, when the poinsettia was introduced from Mexico, it has been the traditional holiday season gift. So it's been with us a long time now. Uh, and remains one of our favorites. Uh, oftentimes these days we can find them in a variety of colors or flavors uh, for us to enjoy. Uh, and yet I believe red probably by far uh, outsells all the other versions that are out there on the market. But please avail yourself of the appropriate color for your, for your decorations that you're going to put out every year. Um, so if you've had the opportunity or chance to visit, you know, retail garden centers or greenhouses during their open house events, uh, bringing in the holiday, uh, you will quickly, if I can use the word on the radio, feel, uh, one of those needs and that's that of a cool temperature. So I'm not suggesting that you lower the thermostat for the house down to 60 degrees, yet if you're able to place say that poinsettias or some of our other plants in a cooler location, especially at night, uh, you will really be able to extend the plant's useful life as a holiday showpiece around the home. The other part of maintaining and keeping your holiday gift plants alive would be, say in the case of the poinsettia for sure, uh, that pot has to support the plant with an absolutely uh, enormous amount of water. You have all those foliages there. You have the colorful bracts, um, and, and that plant is going to absorb and pull up out of the soil in the pot a great amount of moisture, more so if you've got it in a hotter, drier location than in a cooler uh, setting. Regardless, it's going to take up a lot of water. So, so really, um, some things that we should be thinking about here would be, uh, you know, you want to be sure the soil never becomes completely dry and be sure you water before any of those leaves wilt. That is not a good, a lot of folks will use that as an indicator that it's time to water, but certainly you want to water before any of the leaves begin to wilt. That pays off with extended leaves, uh, a more colorful bracts that last longer for us. So one way to ensure your watering efforts pay off, you really do need to remove that foil wrap so excess moisture can drain away so we don't have root rot issues. It also allows you to see when the plant has had enough water when you do water it because it should eventually drip out of the bottom of the, uh, of the pot. You then also should remove any of that excess moisture once it's, uh, it'll run out at first and then the plant will most likely, or the soil in the pot will most likely uh, reabsorb some of that moisture that initially flowed through, especially if the pot is on the drier side rather than the normal side before you, uh, and then, and before you are finished watering, then you're going to want to allow that, allow that excess moisture to be removed as well by emptying the saucer that it sits under. Um, you know, there's other clues that the soil is becoming dry. 
Most of our poinsettia mixes contain a fair amount of peat moss in them. So peat moss, when it's moist, is a dark brown color. Peat moss, as it begins to dry, turns a lighter brown. So you have visually, you have uh, something to go by. And then also as the plant dries out or the pot dries out, um, and that moisture is lost into the air, the plant and the pot become much lighter if you go to pick them up. So there's another indicator. You have a couple indicators now that are telling you it's, it's time to water that plant long before you see any wilting leaves, really. There are certainly a lot of other flowering plants that can be gifted or, or, or maybe you've received them during the holidays. Um, they're all going to brighten our, our home during that time period. There may or may not be a fragrance to enjoy as well, but visually they're certainly going to be very attractive. And all of them are going to have that same kind of temperature and water requirement. Uh, so cooler temperatures at night if you can. Uh, never let the soil dry out for a lot of them. So that's something that's important to remember. And by the way, if you've allowed the plant to get drier than it ought to be, peat moss will shrink from the edges of the pot. So when you first water it, the water just runs around the edge and out the bottom. Don't confuse that with the fact that the, the plant has enough moisture already. Most of the time, uh, the, all that water will be reabsorbed and you will see the peat moss-based soil in the pot swell up and kind of reattach it to the sides of the pot. So that's a, that's a good thing that you have going for you. Some of the other plants that are out there uh, that we that certainly aren't... Uh, uh, there certainly are sold and we benefit from, as I said, but not maybe in the numbers of that of the poinsettia. We have two bulbs that come to mind. One's going to be the amaryllis bulb and the other will be probably the white paper uh, narcissus. The uh, larger bulb of the two is going to be the amaryllis and it will usually have one or two flower stalks and eventually on the top of those flower stalks you will see these beautiful, beautiful blooms as they as they come out every year. The amaryllis bulb is intended to be grown and then rebloom the coming years. Our paper white narcissus pretty much are a one-way destination to the compost pile when they're finished, but the amaryllis bulb is certainly going to be with you a long time if you take care of it. Uh, Christmas cactus is another plant, house plant that we usually see in full bloom anywhere from Thanksgiving on into January. It's naturally a fall bloomer anyway, and being outdoors for the summer really just tries to trigger that uh, bloom show once it's back in the house. So it might bloom before the holidays. If you're buying it at a retailer or at a greenhouse, they've staged it so it's going to be blooming during the holiday season for us. Regardless of the flowering holiday plants you might have, just remember lots of bright indirect light during the day, cooler temperatures at night to get those blooms to last a long time. And don't forget to watch uh, that holiday gift plant so it doesn't get overly dry or overly wet. Uh, that's the best I can share for the success uh, for you for your holiday gift plants. Uh, I'm Richard Henschel, horticulture educator with the University of Illinois Extension Service, and I'll be back real soon.